All right, guys, here we go, Nordy's podcast. We talk about a very bad week for the Vikings, a lot of inactivity for the Wild and the Timberwolves, and we make our predictions for the 2021-2022 Premier League season. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Feeling great. So good. How are you? I feel great. I feel like we are talking really fast right now. And someone is like, did I hit the one and a half button on podcast? You ever do that? Uh, Dude, there's probably people that are doing that now. And so we could either fuck with them. We could talk really slow and then they'll worry about their setting. That could be funny. Have you ever accidentally bumped it and then your podcast is moving like really fast? No. I don't do it. I don't listen to it like that. Um, I just want it to be like kind of, I want to enjoy it as the creator intended. Me too. Okay. But it's, I mean, it's effective, especially if you want to knock out a lot of pods, right? If you're big into it. Yeah. You know, it's two for ones. I don't think my brain works that way. No, I, I, you can though. You get used to it. It's like comprehension goes down like 20% or something, but you can just get, you know, double in. So it's, it's a net win, baby. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, we have a lot of great stuff to talk about. Go back, check out our first episode from this week um, where we did Summer of Star Wars. We did The Force Awakens. It was awesome. We kind of disagreed on it, actually. Uh, We talked about Dave. We talked about White Lotus. We talked about uh, Suicide Squad, all kinds of things. So it was a great episode. Go back and check that out. Um, Also, guys, please, as always, uh, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. And, uh, also subscribe anywhere you get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Hell yeah. You know, we should probably mention that next week's pods are going to drop a little late. So don't be thinking like, oh, we're not getting them this week. They're going to drop like Thursday, Friday of next week, but we're going to have a banger because we have a guest. Yeah. So Jordan. like they're coming. They're yeah. just going to be a little bit later. Yeah, it's going to be good. Also, guys, um, support friend of the pod, my brother. Adam at La Flame Vintage as he's going to be at Urban Jungle uh, this week. There's like a really cool urban flea. Um, Jim from Nordy's Podcast, our very own Jim, is going to be there. So if you want to like go hang out with him, maybe get an autograph or like buy yourself <laughs> <laughs> or like buy yourself a, yeah. a cool vintage shirt. That's um, more going like up there. Yeah, do swing in, dude. I listened to the playlist that he's got set up for his booth. It's going to be fire. It's like. 90s bangers of all varieties so i'll be there like 1 p.m so come say hi buy a shirt um buy some shoes whatever you want it's gonna be a good time he might sign your chest yeah man jim might get a crazy again male male or female doesn't matter yes everybody no preferences okay (laughs) zero preferences uh next up guys uh we have a big 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 beer in front of us what are we drinking all right we're at 56 uh 56 brewing very close here in northeast love the place and this is called forward it's just a big ass beer they made they made a big triple dry hop triple ipa 9.5 percent uh not a horrible price like 18 bucks i think for the four pack for how huge this is they're mostly splitters right i mean it's kind of like getting eight beers uh this is really tasty. It's very tasty, and it's not hot. Yeah. We always talk about this with, like, high ABV beers. You don't find it. Um, it's thick. She thick. She thick. But it's good. You know, I was talking about this the other day, and I'm like, I don't think I like any beer. I said over 9%, but I think I'm going to change that to over 10, because this one's 9-something, and I really like it. But you do get to a point where the predominant flavor you get is alcohol, mm-hmm. and there's alcohol. nothing you can do about it. Alcohol. All right. Uh, so, guys, next up, we are going to move on to the Minnesota Vikings. I think we're going to pretty much be Vikings first, pretty much from now until like February. I mean, at the very least, starting in September, it's going to be the A topic. And when is the Purple Pride pod going to start up? A couple weeks, maybe? Yeah, we'll have to do a little preseason pod late August, and then uh, we'll do them, you know, most weeks. Cool, cool. Throughout the season as well. So Love to see that. Lots of podcasting for you guys, just extra stuff on top. Um, but hey, here we go. Bad week for the Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings had a rough week. Their PR team was put into overdrive as uh, last week reported that Kellen Mond and then uh, subsequently the other quarterbacks. Nate Stanley. Uh, Stanley and Cousins yeah. were uh, in quarantine for a few days uh, because Mond tested positive for COVID. And then uh, Cousins had a tough week. I mean, the press conference was brutal. Just a disgusting press conference. I think our press is doing a great job right now. I'm proud of our local press. I think so, too. He came across as such a loser and such an idiot. And then these videos... He come across as like a stubborn, conceited, 
uneducated idiot, which I guess he is. might be about right. And then on top of that, you had uh, videos coming out of his dad um, preaching some very uh, extreme things. Um, really? Anti, I didn't know about that. Anti-Black Lives Matter, anti-education, anti-all kinds of things. I mean, it was it was a bad look. It was one of those, like, I'm traditional, and so anything new I hate, anybody different I hate. Coming out as pretty much, um, like, we're rewriting history books because of Satan. Like kind of stuff. Like it was mm. not. It was not good. God, it was it. very unwatchable. Ugh, that's that's our guy. That's, that's our guy. That's Kirk, a, we yeah. love him. Go, Kirk. Let's win. No, no. So I just don't feel any of the rah rah anymore. I don't feel it. Like honestly, it, I feel kind of conflicted because, like, for the first time, I am hopeful about the Vikings, and I believe in their offense, especially. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to be one of the ten best teams in the NFL, and I think they're going to be pretty good. But I just dislike Cousins so much. I mean, he's he is good, and he takes a lot of heat that he doesn't deserve for play. But from a football standpoint, from a football right, standpoint, yeah. he's right, right, pretty right. good. But he's just such an unlikable person that it makes it a little less fun to cheer for the team. And and I love the Vikings; they're my favorite team. I'm the most passionate about them of anything in sports. And he's just such a loser. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, been, I mean, yeah, like. You take all, like, think about all of the the Love Boat stuff and the Wizenator. All of that seems, like, a little bit comical. Not not to the women that were on the Love Boat, I mean. But, yeah. like, just, just the entire thing that happened that kind of came, like, larger than life. Mm-hmm. This cousin stuff is taking on a life of its own. And he's still, like, on the front page of ESPN of, like, cousins remarks again or head coach Mike Zimmer mm-hmm. and it's like one of their first like five articles that they have and his takes of like I'm gonna install plexiglass in the meeting rooms and shit are just so stupid mm-hmm. like and the other worst part is that the Vikings have according to some level of data I'm not sure the lowest vaccination rate like percentage wise mm-hmm. of players in the league yeah, at like sixty something percent, sixty four percent. They yeah. said that sucks, and like everyone's ripping the organization. But like this is a this is a player's choice currently. Yep. And and to me, I feel like the organization and the coaches have said and done the right things. They got rid of a coach who wouldn't get vaccinated. They've said everything right publicly. I hope behind the scenes they're doing the same. Um, that was really frustrating. Any players that are on the bubble well, are immediately going to be cut. Yeah. If, you're, if would you even, guys say that the quarterback would be considered a leader of the team? Yeah. And he's just the worst. So if he is clearly championing his individual rights, um, that has to have an effect. I don't know if it's all, you know, they're like 68% vaccinated, which is actually so low and so weird. Uh, Other teams are at 90 something. So it's maybe he's not responsible for all of it, but there's something going on there. But imagine, imagine like, just think about it from a, like a group think perspective, right? Mm -hmm. If you're kind of the lone wolf, on your team and you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. And then a lot of other people are like, let's have a conversation about this. Like we're all vaccinated, but then yeah, like yeah. him, Harrison Smith, Adam Thielen, all like sit in a group together. Be like, yeah, fuck that shit. We're not being a part of the experiment. Yeah. You know, like, so if you even have any doubts, you just get swayed over there. It's like, well, this is a safe space for me not to. Exactly. And there I feel supported. And so. that is causing issues within the Vikings, you know, players. Yeah. And it's annoying. And it's these fucking <laughs> white dudes. These They're rich all white. white dudes. I mean, it's oh, just it's annoying. So, I don't know what the deal is. So then on top of that, you also had news that last year's first round pick, Jeff Gladney, um, is cut from the team after just one disappointing season. Um, that's because he has felony charges of domestic assault um he's facing two to ten years in prison well the 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 thing was is you know the the nfl has their and most of the teams tow this line too of we're gonna let the legal system play out before we make any decisions Mm -hmm. which i think is a fair assessment to the players and then the grand jury came back to indict Jeff Gladney. So, right. like, the legal system played out, and the Vikings immediately... They knew. They, they immediately knew. Could, I'm sure they well, planned for it. But, but they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. knew. They signed a bunch of cornerbacks this year. Yeah. And they signed three They also agents. can't do anything until it's, like, officially official, right? Yep. So then they waited. The grand jury came back and said, we're moving forward with this. And then the next day... Yeah. Jeff Gladney Goodbye. was cut. Fine. Yeah. Good, Get, good riddance. Okay. Didn't want him back anyways. He sucked as a player. He was a terrible draft pick. I didn't like it the moment they drafted him. And no, I definitely did not want Jeff Gladney. 100% Oh, you I were more not. excited about the other guy. The oh, other corner. Dantzler, I liked a lot more. I didn't... You were more excited about him than 
Gladney just, just, and Jefferson. Than Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I didn't really like either yeah, of those skinny picks. legs. So I was right and wrong in that first <laughs> round. Um, but but uh, I. I'm glad that they did this. This was the right move from the Vikings. I'm glad that they did. We'll never see that guy ever again. Um, still, not a great day for the Vikings. And then, on top of it, the week ended with Justin Jefferson going down, grabbing his shoulder, and having a shoulder sprain. Luckily, people thought it was a broken collarbone at first. At this point, they'll probably hold him out for a few weeks just because why risk So it? do you think he won't start first game? He will. Oh, okay. no, he'll be back for the first game, but he's not going to play. Because that's, that's he's, still a month and a half. He's not going to play any preseason. They're going to sit him out now. I okay. mean, it's just not worth it. He's got a bump, you know, an injured shoulder. It's just not worth it. He's already a stud. We know what he can do. He'll run some routes. There'll be no contact until the season starts. Okay. Which is fine. But, but yeah. still, scary. I mean, total all that up. Like, we went from, like, Zimmer was, like, happy-go-lucky in his press conferences <laughs> the first week of practice. He was smiling when talking to the media, which I don't think I've ever seen him do. And then the cousin shit. Uh, Gladney, Justin Jefferson, like everything kind of came crashing down of like, oh yeah, this shit can suck sometimes. <laughs> so let's make a prediction for, uh, you know, how Cousins plays out for us this year, okay? Uh, it's kind of the A topic anyway, so we'll just spend a couple more minutes on it. Does he have a COVID incident this year? Yes. I'd say probably not. I mean, yeah. they're going to be so safe. He, again, didn't get COVID. He didn't have a, any kind of test. A person on the team did. They're not, he and the team are going to keep him away from everybody now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to guess but that's no. unavoidable on the field. For sure, it's unavoidable on the field, but supposedly these players are going to be tested, you know, still on a regular basis. I would guess he doesn't because there's just too much money for him to miss a game. Right. Um, but I did hear Mike Florio, um, who is pro football talk, talk, yeah, pro football talk. Um, he was on PA's show on KFAN, and he said that the Vikings are fed up with Cousins and that this will be his last year in Minnesota. No matter what. I mean, if they I mean, win the, the Super Bowl, it's not a good uh, cultural yeah. fit. They'll, they'll I don't change. know if there is a cultural fit for him. He should be playing for the Carolina He's Panthers. He's like this most righteous dude ever. Carolina and, Panthers. Okay, so maybe that's it. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I think that if he does have an incident, it's he's going to get catch so much heat. Although, you know, yeah. er, deserved or not for what actually happens, how it actually has to sit. But I would like to see drastic measures if he does, like, miss a couple games. Oh, like, well, that, fuck that, him, that, that is, that is. Then we're moving on. We're, we're, you know, picking up a free agent that's, you know, whatever. Maybe Fitzpatrick will be sitting out there and we'll get some Fitz magic. You, oh, he Who will. Who fucking be. knows? You like, something like that. You can't and just go. You can't be a leader of this team that has a legitimate chance. He's never been a leader of anything. He just but he's a captain. He's unlikable. These but guys a, don't like him. Yeah, but he's a captain though. Yeah. So they they still listen to him regardless. Um, mm -hmm. You can't be a captain of your team and be like, I'm willing to do anything for the team, but unless it but involves it's my individual freedom, like that that whole shit is just such garbage. Like we'll have meetings outside the goalpost at, in January. We'll do like, what you have to do to make the playoffs, dude. Like, or you could get. Just the fucking shot like yeah. it's just so stupid and to have someone come out as like and confidently yeah talking about how he doesn't need to like i have these things that i can do well how long is it going to take for people to change their minds i already feel like dude people have, so many people have been vaccinated for so long with no issues at all is it going to be 10 years are we going to get apologies in 10 years when everyone's totally fine yeah no, never. No. They'll be like, no, it's delayed. Delayed 10. It'll be yeah, you don't know. Yeah. As I'm smoking a heater. Right. But like, exactly. Anyways. Um, I, I just, as soon as it affects, like, just from a football perspective, mm -hmm. the minute you start impacting, like, wins and losses, the fans will turn instantly. And they're already on the fence with Cousins. Right. Because uh, rightfully so or not. Right, Eric? I mean, you know, the numbers speak kind of uh, a little bit more favorably about Cousins than I think the perception of him is. Mm -hmm. But if he misses a game because he was a close contact of someone on the field, he his his tenure as like a, uh, we can tolerate him in Minnesota is done, like instantly. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. All right, guys, time to move God, on. God, that was depressing. From I know. one, I feel good about the Vikes, though. I, I Like, I honestly do. Yeah. I think they're going to be good. As long as there's no COVID outbreak in the NFL, I think it'll they're be fine. A ten top ten team. <laughs> we in the also league. have just as good a chance of like getting a free win because the other team had to yeah. fucking forfeit. Yeah. So like it might just be not a when shit everyone show else again. is like ninety five percent vaccinated. I know. I know. Yeah. We, we are at the disadvantage. But for but sure. again, you could test positive if vaccinated, and it could fuck your team over. Yeah. Then too, you can. Yeah. So I've I mean, known multiple people so, that so, you know vaccinated to get it. They don't get sick. 
Yeah. But they could still spread but it. But people so. could still spread it. People could still test positive and it could fuck their team over even if yeah. they did everything right. It's okay, true. but real it's quick, true. real quick. Sorry. I wanted to, I, I meant to ask this earlier. How long before you think maybe the NFL or any other league imposes a vaccine, like a mandatory vaccination policy? I don't know. I do you, th- think do you think the NFL would be the first one to do it? Or do I you think, think it would be when you league? look at like a lot of the viewers and you look at the owners of the league, I think that they won't do that. But I don't know, man. If they're losing money, but it's all about money. I mean, exactly. It's all about money. Um, I'm gonna guess they don't. They didn't do it last year, and last year they made it through the whole year with only one like really sketchy game. The Denver Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos with like the like guy was a receiver playing quarterback. Um, so I, <laughs> I think that they'll make it, but it's gonna be you know another eventful. I think everyone was also like super quarantined last yeah. year and there was less people out and about. So it might might create it. Anyway, let's move on. Let's, let's move on to our favorite topic and that is the Olympic. I'm so proud of myself, guys. I watched zero minutes of the Olympics. Wow. You I made it. it the entire way. The boycott was watch, complete. I, I boycotted the entire thing. I didn't miss anything anything no story happened that i was like damn i i probably should check that out the most i did was i checked the score of usa france basketball with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter okay that was the most olympicking i did so they the u.s won that yes they did uh the women basketball team won the men's soccer did not win. No. Women's soccer surprisingly, surprisingly. got upset. Canada won, which is interesting and kind of good it's for cool. them. Um, uh, let's see what else. We we lost to Japan in baseball. Volleyball. Women's volleyball. Women's volleyball won gold. That was First cool. time ever. Yeah. Oh, is it really? I think so. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? I thought we'd be so dominant in that. And, uh, oh, here's a cool one. Uh, Golden Gopher, my, my, you know... I'm an alumnus. Uh, a Golden Gopher dude won the wrestling gold, which was super cool. For like heavyweight or something like that? I don't or? Know, he's a big motherfucker. He won. That's sweet. Uh, psyched <laughs> to see that. I don't I don't know. I don't even know. Like, dude, when I try to watch wrestling, I'm like, why did he get a point? Nothing happened. He touched yeah. him on the shoulder and it was like, Nerp. anyways, don't get that at all. Uh, but yeah, so overall, I think that we had one more gold medal than China. And many more medals in general than China. We were most gold and most medals. We won the Olympics. Yay. As we should. Did you However, guys see the, the gopher wrestler, how he won it, though? Yes. In the last, like, five second? seconds. In yeah. the last one second. He, like, got around him or something like that and he got did a it. He did, and... like, a takedown, like, a yeah. two-point takedown yeah. with, like, four seconds left in the match. Well, they went down, and he had to get his back for it to count as a takedown. Mm-hmm. And so he he was down, I believe, five points with, like, 15 seconds to go. No, 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 no. I watched the end of it. Yeah, no, he was down a bunch. He was down one point. Be like 15 seconds ago, he got three takedowns. Oh, I didn't. I when The one I watched, it was he like... Got, he got a the, takedown with seven seconds to go. But for somebody who didn't watch the Olympics, you're pretty fucking expert. You just uh, said you didn't watch it. He goes, I... What, did you I didn't watch the Olympics. It was How just many a, articles did you read? It was about a fifteen-second clip on Twitter. I guess I watched fifteen. Seconds I think that ago. was his previous. I think that was the semifinal one. I don't think that was the gold no, medal. No, he one. got a takedown with seven seconds to go. I did see that he got and a last-minute thing. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell happened. I was like, he gets it with seven seconds to go, and then he they they're battling, battling, battling. He gets down to the mat and he gets around him with under a second to go. And Look, the we buzzer, clearly, as a podcast, don't understand uh, the wrestling, rules of wrestling. So let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same with congrats to this dude. Same with handball Don't even know his name. and also like indoor cycling. <laughs> yeah. I watched indoor cycling. Speed walking. That was wild. One uh, of the, one of the races in indoor cycling is called a Madison. Oh, and the announcers were like, this is the fastest Madison I've ever seen. And I'm spelled like, like the, the city or like, like the, the city stripper name. No, like the city. Okay. Got Not it. with a Y. There's okay, no, no, y's in no it. Y. <laughs> So we were on in, the same in, level. In Thank any you. of the, the <laughs> M-A-D-Y, S-Y-N, it's <laughs> yeah. not, no, no Y's anywhere. No Y's. Good. Then we're good. So overall, uh, what was positive about the Olympics, and do you like them more or less now? I don't I actually, care. I actually think I like them significantly less, and I will say yeah. that the time zone difference absolutely kills mm-hmm. the momentum. Everything happens early, early in the morning or like early hours when no one's even up. Like, yep. I mean, for this wrestling thing, people would have had to get up at like six or five in the morning. Some people did. A lot of Minnesotans did. Good for them. Didn't do it. Woke up, checked. That was nice. Uh, yeah, that sucks. I think it's more fun when it's in America I think or when, in at least a little closer, not opposite side of the world time zone. I'm assuming we're going to be doing this podcast when the Olympics come to the United States. I think that will be much more fun. Because Maybe they'll can- have cleaned up their act a little bit and we won't have so many things Ugh. to complain about and then we'll get into it someday. Yeah. 
Also, but for now, fuck them. I saw that the men's Olympic track and field team did not claim a gold medal since like for the first time since like 1896. Okay. Or something like that. Because we lost in like all of the relays. We didn't win any of the, the 100, the hurdles, anything like that. It's all that. Jamaica these days, right? Is that it? Or I don't even know, but let's and not even pretend to know. But that is, I mean, disappointing, but overall still obviously dominant. So we, we tap Eric on the shoulder, wake him up because we're talking too much Olympics. No, this yeah, is yeah. Olympics though for you. So I just watched the video of it. So he's down oh my by, God. Two, by three points, this. three points with 13 seconds to go. And he gets two points for a takedown with six and a half seconds to go to make it eight to seven. And then they restart standing up with six and a half seconds to go. And, and then he gets, gets another a take- second takedown okay. in the last six and a half seconds to win it, which is okay. pretty cool. That is cool. So he's a gopher. It's the only thing I think is cool about the Olympics. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Timberwolves. Oh. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Has- Somebody wake them up. <laughs> There was like this promising end to the season where they like moved themselves out of a top draft pick by winning games. They all came back. They were finally healthy. And then they did the worst thing that a sports team can do where they like get hot at the very end of the year, but they're a shit team. Mm-hmm. And they like beat, unnecessarily hot. They yeah. get unnecessarily hot. And then they're like, man, next year's going to be sweet. And then with all this talk about that we're going to trade for another player, we're going to go for Ben Simmons, we're going to go for this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. I mean, Ben, ben Simmons si- isn't anywhere yet. Let's the Ben Simmons mind, talk but... was out of control for a month. Yeah, but he's still in Philly. I mean, that could no, still I'm happen. Just, I'm just saying, we, sure. were, we, we had been talking Maybe about Maybe that's it, why we haven't made any moves. But literally, the Wolves have done almost nothing. They had no yeah. draft picks. They've signed zero players in free agency. Their only moves were trading Ricky Rubio and his expiring contract for Torian Prince and his expiring contract. Uh, Torian Prince averaged 11. And a pick. Yeah, second round pick in the future draft. And Torian Prince averaged 11 points a game as like a three-point shooting power forward. Like, dude is going to be like an okay player for us. Yeah, he won't get a lot of minutes. He'll be like an average player. If he starts, he'll play 20 minutes a game. If he doesn't start, he'll play 20 minutes a game. He's going to be like a role player for us. Mm -hmm. And then we will get um, Balmero. I think his name is Balmero. Nothing to do with um, moves made. That was coming. Which and we drafted him in the first year That's round. That's last year. Last year. And he should be coming this year. Other than that, it's the same fucking team. And I now... Run it back, baby. I'm, I'm like offended because we spent all this time the last few months talking about how the Wolves were trying to make moves. They kept saying, we don't have draft picks, so we're going to have to trade. We're going to have to go into free agency. Well, free agency is pretty much come and gone, and we didn't we didn't do anything. We didn't know. We did no signing trades. We did nothing. We didn't do any moves. We have the same team. And... I kind of feel like they're like, oh, man, we were so unhealthy next year. We'll just get healthy this year, and then we'll be better. But that's just assuming that no one will get injured, which, of course, they will. Carl Anthony Towns gets injured every year. D'Angelo Russell gets injured every year. I'm sure Edwards will get injured at some point. Multiple other guys will get injured. It will be like that, like it is every year. And we're going to be duking it out just to get into the playing game. And... Then at that point, Rosas needs to go. So to me, um, there was so much promise and there still is an opportunity, um, but we are trying to run it back with a team that did jack shit. <laughs> Tinfoil hat. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I love this. Lori and A-Rod mm-hmm. want to move the t- want to move the club <laughs> to another city. Okay. And so they're um, meddling in general manager's stuff. How could they? To prevent, because they're going to be owners. Yeah. To prevent... The unnecessary expenditure of capital, whether that be picks or just dollars, um, and want the team to stink intentionally so that it's easier to move them. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't. The team is really that. good. If if we made the if we made the Western Conference Finals, then you can't just be like, ah, we're going to move them. It doesn't make any sense financially. They're not going to make a bunch more money in the markets that are open, and it's going to cost them so much money to move it. Uh, I just don't see it. I think that they are waiting. It's a tinfoil on a hat theory. It doesn't have to make sense. It's just you know what I mean. I, I, I love it. I, I love it. And dude, when you're right, that will be so great to look back and you'll be like, see, I don't want to be fucker. Exactly. I hope you're wrong. Um, I think that this is just ridiculous and this team is not good enough. Um, the only way this team gets good is if they go trade for another player. And um, there are some guys out there that you could go get and they need to go make a move or do something. Do something. Do anything. Mm-hmm. This is just not the right team. We all know it. They know it. And they're going to try to run it back again. And it's going to be the same old bullshit. And Towns actually, without, without Ricky, the they might be worse. It's going to be the same old bullshit, but like even less of a chance of a higher pick. Because yeah. I think that like everybody's going to get 
a little better than last year. We did finish pretty strong. We were winning about half of our games, okay? In the NBA, historically, if you win about half of your games, you make the playoffs at about the 7, 8, or, you know, now 9 seed, because uh, you can do the play-in, right? I think that's where we're headed. That's about where we're headed uh, without a move. I hate it. And that, that you can live there, man, and that's... I was sure that's where the you know the wild have kind of been right I was sure that they were going to go make some big moves this summer and so far they've done nothing so they could prove me wrong still hopefully they do but so far not good enough I mean we're a week into August yeah Uh, there's not much left I know it's just crazy um okay and then also moving on to the wild like you said that's where the wild live somehow the wild have pissed me off even more than the wolves (laughs) because the wild have done just some absolutely asinine bullshit so we thought that the Wild were like, man, we're really promising. We got Kaprizov. We want to sign him to a big extension. He wants us to go out and get some big center to play with. We're going to have to make some room. We're going to have to make some moves. We're going to have to be creative this summer. So the Wild cut Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter, which saves them $10 million this year. But it fucks their cap up in the next three years. So we're going to have less money in the next three years because of this fucking move. So that made everyone think there's a big move. They're going to go do something mm-hmm. big here. They need to do it right now. They're going for it. The window is short. They're going to try to make here a big move. comes a big name center. They're going to re-sign Caprice off here, and they might have lean years two, three years from now. But, but we're going to get Eichel. We're going, yep, they're yeah, going to try to win a cup yeah. in the next two years was kind of what everyone thought. So they, they do this fucking up their future. So far, they re-signed Erickson Eck, which is nice. Yeah. They re-signed Nick Bugstead. They re-signed Cramarosa, Hammond. Uh, they signed re-signed Rao, Mermis, and Dul- Duhame. Don't know any of those guys. I don't know most of those guys, and most of them are minor league guys. They traded Menel for a conditional seventh-round pick in the future. Okay. And then their their big free agent signings were um, defenseman Alex Goligoski, who's already 36 years old, Dmitry Kulikov, Frederick Goudreau, Joe Hicketts, John Lizotte, Dom Turgeon, Kevin Cuxman, and <coughs> John Merrill. What the fuck? You know what the opposite of a Coxman is? It's a Cuxman. <laughs> it's a Cuxman. I mean, I probably mispronounced it. It's CZU. C-Z-M-A-N. No, I think you, you nailed it. No, you nailed <laughs> it. And then they also lost Carson Soucy, a starting defenseman, to the... Uh, the Kraken. The Kraken. Hmm. Um, they've offered arbitration to Fiala instead of signing him to a deal. <sighs> wow. They haven't re-signed how, how to How to burn a bridge with <laughs> yeah. one of your top three players <laughs> they is offer arbitration. They haven't re-signed Kaprizov yet. There is minimal contact between them and Kaprizov, and they haven't brought in any big center or any big player. What the fuck? Why didn't you just keep Parisi and Suter if this is what you were going to do? If your plan was to do jack and shit, then just keep Parisi and Suter and not fuck your cap up in the future. Run it back. Yeah. I would have rather run it back than been like, three and four years are going to be lean as fuck, and also Kaprizov's upset with us. How funny is it that sometimes themes run their way through both podcasts Every you know, week. And the run it back one is perfect. It's for almost this week. like they're sitting in the corner of the room. All these other teams are running a train on their wife. Like a true cucksman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that the guys you mentioned, Eric, are like training camp non roster invitees. No, they're right? like they're like Iowa Wild or yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're and they're just like hey, it's a lot of two way players. See if you can make the team, but you're probably not. It's just a lot of guys who will never make the wild who will just sit and play right. journeyman yeah. minor league hockey. Um, yeah, so overall, I just think that the Twins last week not doing enough at the trade deadline. I mean, they made one trade I really liked in, in Brio's trade. I actually thought they, they made, had a steal there, but they didn't do enough. There was more pieces that they should have let go. Um, then on top of it, the Wolves and the Wild uh, doing nothing is just ridiculous to me. Um, I was like so excited for, you know, I, I said Minnesota sports might not be good, but at least they're exciting. Well, now they're not good or exciting, and that's disappointing. And you're not big, that, you're, dude. It's the off season. Not that much has changed. Let's. I, I get that we were expecting some big, exciting moves. I'm not writing off anybody yet. Yeah, it might. It might have been a little bit of Mephisto. Mm, a Mephisto. That means that Eric thought that something was coming. He was really, really excited about it. And if that crazy hype thing didn't happen, it's a disappointment. But you, Jim, you're the biggest Timberwolves fan that I know. It, it's the Timberwolves. Which is sad. You're the biggest Timberwolves fan I know. You and love the Wolves. It doesn't mean I know a lot about basketball. No, Let's but you, you you, are like, you're like a grandpa or grandma with like college sports, you know? Right, they always watch like, it. They, li- like, they listen to it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. So like you watch like every Timberwolves game. You follow the Wolves so ki- like so closely. Like 
are you not feeling disappointed that they're just going to bring the same shit team back? Like, I understand um, there's some exciting pieces, but, like, yeah. has it ever worked with Towns? Has no, it ever no, worked with D'Lo? Well, dude, I know where this team is. But, dude, the thing is, like, the reason I can be such a good fan is because I'm happy if they're having fun. But uh, are and they? Are they ever having fun? Were they, they were having, having a lot of fun with a new coach. It, like, like, dude. Last year was Edwards not fun for, starting to blow for up. a lot of the season. I know. And I know. Very but, they, end, but that's they were okay like, because they, they, a lot of changes happened to the team. Like, people came on. They started to figure things out. They were playing, you know, a little above average basketball. Um, I think that they can probably be a fringe playoff team as is. But, yeah, of course. I wanted to see a big move. I wanted to see a John Collins come that would actually change the team a little bit. Uh, getting Rick, rid of Ricky, I actually am excited about that. I think he's just... he. he he just makes it hard on everybody else because he can't shoot and everyone knows that. He just doesn't score. So I think that helps even. Um, addition by subtraction, which is the most kind of but now, boring kind but of But now addition. who are your, your point guard? Um, Edru- or, like Edwards will still run point. Um, yeah, I don't like, know. I mean, we don't, have a, we don't like have a traditional D-Lo runner. and and, and D-Lo, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Noel is going to no, be No, we should go grab somebody. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think it's weird. I think Jeff Teague. Simmons though. is a point guard, technically. I, so, yeah. That could they could be clearing space and that would be exciting, of course. All right, we'll move on to one more thing, guys. We need to talk about soccer. Premier League is uh, starting this week, Friday. Arsenal versus Brentford. Arsenal opening the season. Yes, Arsenal Brentford to start the season. Um, then all should the other be a games, pushover. <laughs> Arsenal seems to struggle with the pushovers. Should and, be a pushover and over. You know, shoot their shot on the big teams and then struggle with all the teams they should beat. So, um, not feeling great about it, but I'm excited for the Premier League to be back. The Premier League is life so great <laughs> it's so great because it goes for like i I'm a, i mean i we mentioned it so many times i'm a teacher my my work year is september late like late august to like may you know through may uh, premier league's a school and year premier league yeah. is the school year yeah. so like i what gets me through the school year it's the premier league every every saturday sunday well that's it is. debatable <laughs> sometimes the, it, it adds to the harshness the of good and the bad yeah. the good yeah. and the bad um but i'm excited about it and there's been a lot of big moves this week so this week um if anyone's been paying attention i love i love the transfers of soccer and like how they work and, and not only do you love the transfers <laughs> you love like some random dude tweeting out like arsenal are in for so-and-so or yes city are gonna oh, move so this fun. play like and you're sending screen shots and oh. tweets and it's off-season premier league eric is my one of my favorite characters <laughs> on the podcast it's so fun and so uh, this week there's you love the young boys yeah and, and the, the big thing <laughs> loves them the, the big he's thing, 17 he's coming out hot this guy's gonna be unbelievable so here's the thing though guys this this year it's crazy because almost all the teams and leagues don't have any money and so what's happened is, is the transfer market has completely been at a standstill because there's about 10 teams in the world who have a lot of money and they're mostly in England because England's got the five billion pound TV deal. So they're okay money wise still, even through a pandemic, even if they're hurting a little bit, they're they're still in good shape where the rest of the world is like needs to sell people to survive kind of stuff. Well, and, f- to be fair. So that the owners can continue to rake in like hundreds of millions of dollars, they want to sell players for sure, but to like not if, dip if, into their own pocket. But if yeah. you watch like um, what's that show about Sunderland? Sunderland till I die. Yeah, uh, like you realize that a lot of these teams are like living paycheck to paycheck. Like they're like yeah. on like, the cusp of financial ruin. Yes. Yeah, I mean I'll say this: like if I was an owner. And it was like, oh, not only are you not making money on your big investment, you're supposed to like spend your own money. I would be like, fuck that. I'm this is supposed to make me money. I get it that like sometimes if you invest, you get a return and then you start making money. But I can't really blame them. Like it's supposed to be a money maker. Most for of these people are are not super rich, but like the biggest richest owners, it's like fantasy football. It's fantasy soccer for them, right? Yeah. Let's say Stan Cranky. Yeah, like, is not broke. He's, he's doing great. Rich as fuck. He's He's probably worth almost $10 billion. I mean, he owns numerous teams. It's fantasy sports for him. So if he wants to, he's fine. Like if if Arsenal didn't have fans this whole year, like Arsenal of the team would lose money. But Stan could 
pay for it himself if he wanted to. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they're they're fine. And so a lot of these teams don't have that. Um, and so there's been a lot of weird things. The biggest one was Lionel Messi. You know, the most famous player in the world, probably, mm-hmm. um, because of financial problems at Barcelona, had to s- decide against signing the two-year contract which he had agreed upon, and now uh, leaves as a free agent to go to PSG Paris, the big team in France, one of the other big rich teams in the world. Um, this ends his entire life as a, as a professional soccer player. Since he was a teenager. At Barcelona. Yeah. 12, 15, 12 years, something like that? 17 years, I think Seven, it was. Oh, my God. So, I mean, he's been playing since he was but like wasn't 15. it last year that he was saying he wanted to leave? When he was, like, not showing up to stuff? Yeah. And I mean, then this year, he's, like, crying that he, he was like, well, but, but I changed my mind, and I, now I'm sad. I think it's probably hard for him to go because he probably sees that, like, the team he loves and cares about is on having rough times but like it's so rough that they couldn't even he could, couldn't even register him to play in their games because they were in such financial yeah. trouble i mean he was like i i, I was going to take half the pay that yeah. i had been getting and they still couldn't do it they couldn't figure it out so um hmm. this was the end of a of a incredible career at barcelona it'll be cool i guess sort of to see him at psg um but it's gonna be weird seeing him and ramos yeah. wear the same jersey him ramos neymar mbappe Donnarumma. Yeah, for him and Neymar. I mean, Neymar's probably like number three after like, you know, say it's Messi, Ronaldo, Well, they were teammates. Yeah. They, they were teammates for yeah. a long time. Oh, they were. At yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. And then he oh, left. Right. He Neymar left to have his own team because he was never going to be the main guy. He was guy. always second fiddle. Always, he was always behind second. Messi. Yeah. And so now Messi's just there too. And he's probably the second fiddle to Mbappe already, so... Are they all second fiddle to Mbappe at this point, or has Messi become the best team on PSG instantly? People I mean, he's will older. say that Messi's the best player, but I mean, Messi's what thirty-five years old. Yeah, Mbappe's twenty-two. I mean, Mbappe mm-hmm. is entering his prime, yeah. and Messi is past it. So. Sure, sure. The, the three of them up front will be incredible and exciting, and they'll just beat the piss out of like poor French teams. But whatever. <laughs> um, in other news, the two biggest transfers in the history of the Premier League are happening. As you know, this week and into next. First, the biggest transfer ever. 25-year-old Jack Grealish leaves Aston Villa. He was like the darling of the Premier League and of the England national team this last year. And he's leaving eh, in a kind of. hundred. Well, he was the darling of the fans. Uh, sure. The mm-hmm. fans. Not just the coach. No. Because yeah. he's an English guy, just right? Want, yeah, he, and the, you have to have a certain amount of English players on your English team. Yes, but I meant on Team England... Okay. He was like the sweetheart of the team. Like the fans would go nuts every game when the he would come in team. as Got a it. sub. But then also, I mean, he was the captain of, of Vaston Villa, who overachieved by all means. He goes in a hundred million pound deal to Manchester City. And think about how champions. crazy that is, how they stayed up yeah. in the Premier League at the last minute, like at the death. Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. where Jack Grealish could have been sold to somebody else for like spurs was like the the main place for like 25 for, to 30 million yeah wow. like super cheap and yeah. then they stayed up in the last two minutes of a match yeah. and then the next and then, year then the next year they had a pretty good season do, yeah. and, and he did really well and now he's worth 100 million to yeah Manchester that last city two minutes was clearly clutch changing i mean so aston villa now doesn't have this superstar but they have more money than they've ever. They got a hundred million sitting in the bank, and so they're probably going to be sitting pretty yeah. mid table for years to come. Because for sure, this. they're in, th- this was like a lifeline to them. Like mm-hmm. they now have all this money, and then um, they've already spent a bunch. They've already spent like. 60 70 million i think on players so far already with more to come so um yeah so that was huge and then ryan's team chelsea bringing back a former player and a former man united player um romelu lukaku the belgian striker one of the best strikers on earth i think he's 28 or 29 so he's a he's a little older but doesn't matter because chelsea's just swimming in money after winning the champions league and they bring him in for a second highest transfer fee 97 93 and a half million or something i thought it was 93 pound 93 million pounds yeah so Jeez. no because that would have been that would be third because pogba was 94 so oh, they, okay. they they specifically made it so he wouldn't be the highest transfer ever they said like they were like we will not beat Grealish <laughs> so this, they fall somewhere in that high 90s mid 90s range still but uh definitely one of the most clinical players in all of the world what do you think about this Ryan it makes me a little nervous because I feel like the Italian league is pretty soft um, and it's easy to bang in goals against Sassuolo and you know some of those other lower level teams I'm sorry what team did he come from well he was originally from Chelsea he 
went on loan to Everton and then was eventually sold to Everton and then was sold to Manchester United. Okay. And then was sold to Inter, Inter. Milan. Oh, okay. Milan. Got and it. so now he's coming back. I think he's the most expensive player in the history of world football in terms of total transfers. <laughs> How many transfers? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because he was like money eight, spent moving this He was around. something like 80 million to United the first time. Correct. And then now he's almost 100 million this time. He obviously went for a huge fee to enter. I mean, he's just been sold multiple times, but he's like aged so well as he's just gotten bigger and stronger and faster. And he was kind of like Giannis, like where. It was just all um, physicality and not uh, no finesse technique yeah. and finesse. And like he's added the technique and finesse kind of as he's gone on to his, you know, in his career to his. And they like, made like big diet right. changes for him, yeah. and he's like in the best shape he's ever been in. That kind of thing coming in hot to he's, Chelsea. So he's I, gonna pound England. I hope so. Like it, it was our biggest weakness last season. Um, Chelsea, other than Diego Costa, has like this famous curse of. I know you guys love Diego, but um, Diego. Yeah. We have this like famous curse of like signing strikers for big money, and then they don't do well. Then they don't score goals. So um, you know, I mean, we had that last year with Timo Werner. Um, so I'm hoping that this will be a little bit different. Um, I feel like his pedigree is a lot higher. Okay. Than some of the other guys, except Fernando Torres should have been really good too, but um, he also had big goals for us. So um, I'm excited. It's a lot of money on one guy, but it's also not my money, so I couldn't give a fuck less. Yeah, True. go get it. That's exciting. Good for you, man. All right, guys. So here it is. It's time for our yearly tradition of making our Premier League predictions. So every year we do this. Last so games year, start this weekend. Oh my god. Yeah. So time this, for this this Friday, Arsenal Brentford, and then everyone plays Saturday and Sunday after that. So. I can't believe it love saturday mornings the best. with the premier league the best. like it like fresh cup of coffee it's the best eggs and toast like it's just perfect oh, i mean I'm, so i literally excited. got the chills. i got chills too dude it's so exciting so here that's we go. how you know it's the best league it is it's the best league i like the vikings the most but the premier league is, is the, best, the league. best league yes overall correct so here we go guys so we're gonna all pick our champions of the premier league this year who are you guys going with city well, unfortunately <sighs> I'm okay. I'll give you my top four. Well, we're gonna get in top four. Okay, uh, Manchester United. Oh, I'm gonna go with City as well. So, So if you believe Manchester United, you should put money down because they are not. I mean, I get it, and it's a cool pick, and you're using your logical part of the brain, but like the odds are not with you with Vegas. So, throw 50 bucks down now. Okay, so we all think it ends up in Manchester, two City, one United. Ryan, do you want to finish out your top four? Yeah, I'll go United, City, Chelsea, Liverpool. Mm. Oh, come on, just say it. Please don't hurt me like that. Um, I don't see Leicester being any better. It's just uh, they lost like their best defender to injury. Uh, he's going to be out with a broken leg. Um, it's got to be Liverpool. Okay. It has to Liverpool be Liverpool. goes four, which I think they finished three. Yep. And you, you guys, finished two this last No, year. no, no. We finished fourth. Oh, yeah. We did jumpy at the end. Okay. Um, all right. So for me, it is City. Um, they were like amazing and then they got Jack Grealish. So like, yeah. why wouldn't they and just, and they, they didn't lose Pap. Prob- and, and they'll probably get Harry Kane still too. Ugh, I fucking hate him. So <laughs> well, can we, can City, we, can we revisit uh, the picks if yeah. they eventually do sign Harry Kane? Sure. I sure. think I might want to amend. We can re-rank. Um, I think then it'll be Chelsea after that and then Liverpool and then United for me. Okay. You got United fourth. Yeah. Mine is going to be City 1, Man United 2, just like last year. Um, I'm going to go with Chelsea in third. And I think there's a big old gap after that because I think those three teams are like competing for the title, the FA Cup, the Champions League, everything. Right. I think there's a big gap. And then the next group, I'm going to go fourth place, Leicester City, with some cool signings. Pats and Daka, the big striker coming in. Um, Sumare, the big midfielder coming in. And for sure, more to come. Um, They're kind of like the Tampa Bay Rays. They are. Where they just just, so smart. They're really good at like scouting and bringing in young talent. And then they figure out ways to move guys for a bunch of money. I mean, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really work that way in Major League Baseball because you don't get any of the the money when they sign free agents. But they know when to let players go. For sure. um, And move on from them. They're not attached to anybody. Um, I mean, there are some guys. Like there there are some locker room glue guys. But for the most part, they're like anybody's expendable and we'll move on. For instance, like we need to. Arsenal wants James Madison, who's like one of their best players. I truly believe that Leicester wants 
Arsenal to want James Madison. They want the money. I think they would love, I think in their mind, they've decided he'll never have a higher value than right now. He is a star player for us, but we want 60 million for him. And they know he's probably worth 40 or 50 million. And they're like, of course, we'll sell you England international James Madison, who's one of our star players for 60 million. And then they'll just go invest it in really smart players and they'll end up better because of it. They'll buy three guys for 20 million. Yeah, and, and they'll all be good. Yeah. In two years, they'll all be superstars. So, I mean, they're just such a smart team. Um, and then, I mean, I'm just going to go on to my next part of it, kind of where I think it will go. I have Liverpool in fifth, Arsenal in sixth. Um, only reason I put Arsenal there is they're usually shambles is because they have no European competition. So they only have to play once a week. So that mm-hmm. should be helpful to them. Yeah. Um, Spurs in seven. I like West Ham in eight, Aston Villa in nine, Leeds in 10th and Everton in 11th. Oof, as far as I'm that's going. far down for Everton. That sucks. I think man. that whole group of West Ham, Villa, um, uh, Leeds, Everton, and probably Arsenal and Spurs for that matter <laughs> are all kind of in that same group where they could all finish any of those spots. Um, I really like the top three. I think, think City is just so supremely talented with attacking that they're going to just score a million goals and i just don't think anyone in the world can really compete with what they can do up front well they they they're the the tom brady's of like the premier league where every year in september or october they start writing like the press starts writing articles oh do city not have it this year (laughs) is this is this the year where guardiola loses the locker room and then they rattle off 20 wins in Mm -hmm. a row and everyone's like oh yeah they're fucking really and you're like oh it's like like, oh actually now we don't have to worry about who's gonna win because they have it locked up like when you think about it like gabriel jesus now i mean with with city signing lukaku i'm sorry chelsea signing lukaku chelsea wouldn't take him as their starter um but pretty much every other team in the Premier League would probably start Jesus other than Spurs, Chelsea, and City. Um, Maybe United. Yeah. Like Rashford, you know. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like that level of striker. He comes off the bench every game. Yeah. Like they just, they have such an embarrassment of riches. Like they're trying to get rid of Mares because they they don't know if he'll play very much. He'd start for like 99% of teams in the world. Well, and same with like even some of their like tier two guys like Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Like would have a fantastic career at Southampton. And you know, I mean, like, would just be an absolute superstar. They're just loaded up all over the place. So I think they're they're Arsenal would take Bernardo Silva uh, in yeah. a heartbeat. It would start for yeah. them, of course. So yeah, it's just it's crazy. Um, they're so loaded. It kind of sucks, but they're so good. Um, United is has been really smart I mean, signing they're, they're Sancho okay. and Varane to go with Maguire and Rashford and Bruno Fernandez and Pogba, and I mean they're already loaded. Um, I I really hate United. Because they're like the Yankees, and like it, I don't. It's kind of like in baseball, you just don't want the Yankees to come back as the real Yankees ever. I kind of feel like United is coming back as the real United again, and it kind of sucks, but it also gives you such a good villain in the sport. Well, it's also it's very difficult to repeat, right? For and sure. and Liverpool experienced that, Chelsea's experienced that, mm-hmm. like, and it doesn't matter. Like you could again, you could run it back with the same guys, and for whatever the fire reason, is just not there as just, much. Yeah, it, it's just. Two injuries, you know, mm-hmm. I know City's loaded, but like Kevin De Bruyne pulls his hamstring and is out for three months. All of a sudden, that might be a different team. Riyad Mahrez is upset and gets sold and uh, Kyle Walker gets injured, right? And then all of a sudden, City is a different team. You know, they're trying to plug in guys that have never played. Like, that's the kind of shit that happens. That's why it's so hard to repeat. I'm not saying City can't do it. Yeah, I'm just banking on the fact that like, We've talked about well, how if they do. They'd be what three in five, four, five years, something like that. It's, it's just so difficult, regardless of yeah. your embarrassment of riches. Again, the Yankees, they didn't win the World Series every year, right? I mean, it, it's very, very hard to keep bringing the same guys back and find the same levels of success because they've been there, they've climbed that mountaintop, you know. Maybe some of them are hungry. Maybe some aren't. They're just like, I'm collecting checks at this point. Like, great. So that's why I went with United. Like, maybe mm-hmm. they, they find a little bit of magic this year. I don't want United to win it. I just I just feel like, based on the talent that they brought in, that they already have, like, it's a very formidable side. Yeah. So I like the pick. I think it's fun. Um, you know, I want to just pick Liverpool to, to win the whole thing. And their odds aren't bad. Their odds are, are the same as... Uh, Chelsea's so whatever that I mean according to what but I said that's probably very fair yeah we're, we're both and, of dude, those Chelsea teams if be. Chelsea won would I be surprised at all no if Liverpool won I would be very quite surprised um doesn't mean I don't think they're going to finish top four dude it's so like, in your last they struggled last year with injuries and everybody's you know supposedly healthy so that makes and me think they can and they still finish and yeah, they might be the same old fucking team but guess what they're a better version of last year's 
third place team. So I have to put them in top Exactly. They, they finished third through like starting guys they pulled off the street yeah. at center back. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like they really struggled with that. Like so. who who was playing? Uh, who uh, Jordan Henderson's playing center back this week? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it was just, just like just they, keep switching it up. Hey, you're a warm body and we're going to have you play defense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't believe it's starting up just this week. So here you guys go. Uh, in the last 10 years, Man City has five of the last 10 titles. Yeah, that's... See, so for me, not having paid attention before then, even the past five years where it's even more stacked, they're, they are my Yankees. They are my, like, you know, my most hated team. I get that you guys have this long history with United. They've always been, like, not so relevant to me as far as I've paid attention. So, so fuck in, City. In those time, in the last 10 years, City has five titles. Chelsea has two titles. Leicester, Liverpool, and United each have one. In the years that City didn't win the title, they finished second three times mm-hmm. so they finished in the top two eight of ten years they finished in third once and out of the top three once dominant. so they've been dominant um but here you well, go and then also on the flip side they snuck out the win against liverpool by one point yeah. and then in, liverpool in barely seasons. beat them yep the next year when they, yep. yeah so, so when you think about it though um like this is why people don't like united so in the history of the sport city has won five of the last ten titles but they only have seven titles ever um chelsea you know, you can rip Chelsea and say stuff about them. They only have six titles ever. Um, Leicester only has one. Man U has the most ever at 20. They have oh 13 more titles than... Wow. Than I mean, when Sir Alex Ferguson was their manager, they were the cream of the crop. I mean, they were City. Yeah. In, you know, in, but the, for longer, in huh? the 90s, in the 2000s. All right. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying attention then. Yeah. They were just, they were the Yankees. Like the 90s, they pretty much just win the title almost. Um, any guesses on relegation from you guys? Don't even. I'm going Burnley. I don't care about those losers. I'm going Burnley, Norwich, and Watford. Other choices would be like Brentford, Crystal Palace, Brighton. Well, okay. I'm going to pick two Newcastle. of the teams that just came up. So I said Nor- Norwich and Watford were my two. Okay. Okay. And then I put Burnley in there. I think Brentford is like such a smart team. They're going to like figure out a way to stay up. I think Norwich stays, honestly. I think they've made some smart moves. And they got Billy Gilmore from Chelsea. Um, I think Burnley is correct. Yeah. Dude, Southampton is kind might, of might be in trouble. That's a good guess. Um, because they lost their leading scorer in Danny Ings. Um, and then I'll say, damn, I don't know. I don't care. Watford. Watford. And that sucks, too, because like their fans are so passionate. It's not yeah. going to be Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, Brighton is always loaded, and they've yeah. got a bunch of money now. So. I think Watford. I think that's a good That's a good pick. I'm okay. fine with it. All right, guys. That's it. That's all the time we have. Go back, listen to our screencast. More Summer of Star Wars. All kinds of good stuff for you guys. Until next week, thank you guys for listening to the Northeast Podcast.